Hey authors, welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Daria White. Thank you so much for tuning in on today. And again, thank you to the writing community on Twitter for those of you that voted in the poll. As you can see, dealing with rejection is the winner. It was a choice between confidence as a writer, but you all chose dealing with rejection. Now, you may be asking, well, I thought you were independent. Why do you want to talk about rejection? Well, if you haven't been listening and keeping tabs, I have queried. And while, yes, I love being independent, I have been independent since 2013. I love being independent, honestly. It fits with my lifestyle in terms of what I do with my family, us being in ministry and me being the piano player at my church. So there's a lot of things that happen with my schedule and sometimes it's unpredictable. I like the freedom of being able to run things myself as an independent author. It is a little bit more work, but it works for my life. So whatever works for your life, that's what you go for. And yeah, I have queried before because I said, you know what, while I love being independent, if I feel like a book needs to be queried, I'll go ahead and query it. So once I decide that, I'll go ahead and send it. So I have been rejected twice so far. And for those of you that have been rejected more than that, then I applaud you for staying determined and staying persistent because I am just getting started with it because we all know that it's part of the process. But I will share my story with it. I started querying the latter part of last year and I sent in my manuscript on my birthday, August 31st, and the deadline was the beginning of September. So prior to me submitting it, I had my book professionally edited and this was before I got involved in the writing community and I started interacting with other authors. It was just myself and my editor. We combed through the manuscript. I took out about 9,000 words because honestly it wasn't needed. And it was a stronger story once I cut out those words. I went on ahead and I sent it to them and I waited for four months. Now, yes, I was in the process of working on another manuscript because I heard that they were going to be reopening for submissions in February, this past February. So I was working on something else. But I did refresh my email quite a few times in those four months, wanting to see that I hear back. But at the same time, I didn't hear back. So I thought, well, maybe this is a good sign. I haven't heard back yet. Maybe I made it past the first round and maybe I got their attention. So I had my hopes up with it. But unfortunately, four months later, I got the word back that it was a pass. They emailed and said, hey, thank you so much for considering us with your manuscript. But unfortunately, it's not for us. Now, how did I feel about that? Honestly, I was disappointed. Yes, it was uh, disheartening. But I think because I was working on something else that I was wanting to submit to them again, I was kind of like, okay, I think I got my foot in the door with the first one. Let's see what we can do with the second one. Now, yes, I know that there are other publishers out there. There are other agents out there. They're looking. But I particularly had this one and I had my heart set on it. I still do. So I went on ahead and submitted again in February. You guys listened to that episode, hit the send button, part one and two. I felt mentally exhausted, but at the same time, I felt satisfied. I felt proud of myself. My skills definitely got stronger the second time around in my manuscript. And I went on ahead and I put it out there and I waited once again. (laughs) But at the same time, still working on other things to keep my attention. Yes, I still checked my email, but not as much as I did the first time. But yeah, waiting, that's something that you have to get used to. Yes, we live in a digital world and everything is at our fingertips with the click of a button. We have all these apps and technology is just it right now. But the industry still moves slow in terms of books. So 
if it's past six weeks then it's just six weeks and sometimes it can go as far as 12 weeks with you waiting so get used to that get used to that so but this second time around I got a follow-up email that said that my book was under consideration so that really got my hopes up because I said wow I didn't get that the first time around so maybe this can be it I don't know so I was of course I told my family about it I was praying about it I was like Lord I worked so hard on this but unfortunately about two weeks later from that update email they said thank you so much for considering us unfortunately the story is not for us so we're going to pass that time I felt it a little bit more only because I got that update so my hopes were up I was excited I was expecting good things and of course I saw that other authors were getting accepted and their manuscripts made it and of course I was happy for them but it still made me feel like well what did I miss what did I get wrong and nine times out of ten publishers and agents they're not going to tell you what you missed they're not going to tell you what you did wrong now if they do then God bless them but some of them don't they just move on to the next story that fits their criteria so with me going back through my manuscript again of course I am publishing them both myself now as an indie I mean I'm looking back through it now I'm having my beta readers look at it and so I'm starting to see some stuff like okay that's probably where I missed it okay that's probably where I fell short here so how do you deal with all this well you'll never know until you try yes this comes with the territory I don't like it any more than you do but we all have to start somewhere and even those great bestsellers that we love so much we think they write such beautiful prose and their plots are just gripping they grip our emotions and when we love them we put them on these pedestals like hey I want to be like so-and-so hey I want to write like this person but you are your own person too and your voice is just as powerful as those bestsellers and I guarantee that if you stick with it and keep working at it and get stronger in your skills, get better in your writing style, you're going to make it and someone's going to say, hey, I wish I was like so-and-so and they'll be talking about you. So yes, it's great to have those role models. It's great to have those mentors, whether you know them personally or you just read their work and you study their craft that way. But you have to believe in yourself, too. So yeah, it's hard to pick yourself back up. If you gotta cry, cry about it. <laughs> have that moment where you feel it, but you have to ask yourself, how bad do I want this? Am I willing to risk the rejection? Am I willing to risk people saying, yeah, you submitted, but they said, no, I guess you're not good at this. Yeah, maybe you need to go back to your day job. I don't know. You said you wanna be a writer. You have to block all of that out. You do, especially if it's not contributing if it's not helping you then you don't need that in your life I honestly have to keep tunnel vision with this because you guys know I was not planning on being a writer writing is so vulnerable for an introvert I mean it's a whole new level for me so for me to put my work out there let alone query is a lot so I have to have tunnel vision and stay focused because it can get discouraging it can be disheartening but how do you deal with it? You have to ask yourself, is it still worth it to me? Is it still worth it? For me, it still is. Yes, I still am independent. But if I feel like another book needs to be queried, I will do everything that I can and I will query that book. Plain and simple. So I'm here to encourage you to keep going. And yes, I've only been rejected twice. I respect those that have been rejected 
50 times, 60 times, 75, close to 100 times. You keep getting back up and you keep getting back up. That's what makes you a success. We may think success is being a bestseller. Our names are in lights and our books been turned into a movie. And all of that is great. All of that is great. I would love to get there one day myself. But I personally believe that success is you continuing to get back up every time you fall. A rejection, yes, it may be a failure, but you learn from it, you get back up and you try again. Get back up and try again. How bad do you want this? This is something that we have to fight for. Things worth having are worth fighting for. And if writing is your dream, if it's your dream to write full-time, if it's your dream to be a best-selling author, if it's your dream to have 10 novels, if it's your dream to have a series one day, how bad do you want it and how are you going to continue to fight for it? Without listening to the naysayers, without listening to the negative, you know, talk of other people and those trolls that follow and just say bashing things about us, are you willing to block all of that out and stay focused on the goal? And once you can answer that question, I think that'll answer your question on how do I deal with this rejection. Yes, it hurts. Yes, it's painful. Like I said, have your moment. If you need to go get some ice cream, eat some junk food, watch a sappy movie and cry with it, go ahead and do that. But once you have that moment, pick yourself back up. And of course, your support system. Have those people around you that love you and support you. And yes, they'll cry with you, but they say, hey, now you got a book. You have a book to write. Hey, you have another. Hey, you got it. Don't keep going. You need that around you. You need that encouragement around you. So I hope that this was helpful. Again, this is not easy to talk about. For some of us, it's so painful. We've been at this for years and some of us are just getting started and we get that first rejection. We're like, I don't know if I can do this again. This hurts. But this is how much we love writing. If we are still in the game, then I say it's still worth fighting for. And I'll never forget what my editor told me when I told her about the rejection. She said, you know what, for you to keep, you know what, let me put it. She basically said that not wanting to get rejected is like a football player not wanting to get hit when he's in the game. If you don't want to get hit, then don't query. If you want guaranteed, okay, I'm not going to get rejected. I'm not going to fail. Then don't do anything. We said that before. If you literally don't want no one talking about you, if you don't want anything, you know, coming at you with this and negativity, don't don't do anything with your life. But I highly doubt that we want to live that way. I highly doubt that we want to live in that box and not try anything and not risk anything at all. So I'm willing to risk it. I'm willing to ignore the naysayers. I'm willing to ignore people that may not like me. But at the same time, I have to remember, hey, if you didn't like it, then I didn't write it for you. I'm looking for my audience and my audience is going to love what I do. They're going to buy every single book that I write and they'll be my ride or die fans <laughs> for as long as I'm writing. So you keep going, you keep going for it because I believe all of us love it at the end of the day. Yes, it is our job. Yes, we take care of the business side, but at the end of the day, we all love what we do, me included. So you guys stay encouraged. For those of you that are querying, continue to query. Don't let no be a defining, you know, end for you. Let it be the next opportunity. So you guys have a great weekend. I hope this was helpful to you all. It personally helps me because when I'm able to encourage somebody else, inadvertently, it's, it encourages me as well. So remember, if you wrote a book, it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you. Remember that. No one can. God bless. Talk to you guys later. Bye.